hello and welcome back to the In The Country podcast. I'm over the moon you've decided to come back for more. I'm your host, Holly Ella, and this is episode number two. In this episode, I welcome my very first guest, international show jumper and mum, Yasmin Pynchon. I recently went to visit Yasmin's yard, where we filmed this podcast, complete with horses neighing, rolling and generally being horses. Yasmin has recently entered into a partnership with Liam Payne of One Direction fame. It now seems that he is turning his attention to the world of horses. So, it's time to take the reins and dive on in to this latest episode. Enjoy! So hello Yasmin, thank you so much for joining me um, as my very first guest. I'm really excited to have you. Um, so I think if we just start by kind of you telling me really how you got into horses. Um, so I came from a horsey background. My father had race horses and my mum uh, show jumped herself. So um, literally from the age of three, I, I had my own pony well, with my sister. Um, we did like all the gym carners, yeah. um, pony club, everything. Um, so yeah, I've always sort of been surrounded by them. Um, I don't really know how I continued because my sister was better than me, which she'll never let me forget. <laughs> um, like she was so competitive, and like she was the one that was out there in the dark in the rain riding, and I was like wow. bribing her to do my pony so I could see inside. Um, but yeah, she gave up, and I continued, and I've never really looked back. It's just been yeah non-stop ever since. <laughs> I think I think it's a bug, isn't it? Like I, I remember when I. Why well, literally the first experience I had of horses was about I was probably two or three, and we had a yard or just literally a field over the road from from my house, and my dad would take me out every single night after work, and we'd give a polo to this horse. And then as I got older, I'd go and like I was probably the most annoying child, like <laughs> they just want to get rid of at the yard. But I'd go and help, go and brush, and then it was lessons, and then it just literally went from there. So, yeah. um, do you remember your first ride? Um, no, one thing I do remember, but I was probably like, I want to say like seven, um, but we had a, I think he was Dutch, Peter Balthouse, I think he was called, um, I can't remember now, but he rode for my dad, um, obviously I was too young and my mum wasn't really at that level, um, I actually don't have much memory of it, but I do remember him going into the prize giving and he came and got me from the side because we were like obviously sitting on the chairs watching and just put me on the saddle and like went into the prize giving with me and like we cantered round and he'd won quite a big class. Um, like nowadays, oh my God, could you imagine if someone just did that to a child? Um, but no, I'm, I mean, I probably rode with my mum and yeah, I don't really have much memory, which is a bit sad really, isn't yeah. it? But, but I guess if that's the kind of standout memory that you have about Yeah, I have like weird ones, that. yeah. Um, that was pretty cool, but yeah. yeah, no, I don't really remember too much when I was... I was probably too small. That's yeah, probably the problem. yeah. <laughs> riding before you could walk. Yeah. Um, so riding, um, you know, professionally, has that always been a career aspiration? And in terms of your family, if it's a family-based sort of yard, have, have they always been really supportive of, of that career? Or was there a different direction for you? Um, yeah, I don't... I think when I was 13, I did all my ponies, um, and did all like, you know, one to eight England teams, and then I started doing um, the pony like trials and stuff. And then it was Corin Bracken, who was helping me quite a bit at the time, said that there was a new thing called Children on Horses coming out. Um, and she was like, you know, if you can find yourself a horse, you know, you can give that a go. And I think looking back at it now, I don't, I don't, I didn't realise how much of a big thing it was. Yeah. Um, so my parents went and got me a five year old, which is 
just bonkers because that would never happen now. No. Um, and he was quite a big whore. He was fat, not big in height, just fat. Yeah. Um, and he was not very good looking. Anyway, we went and got this horse, and he came to the show. And Corinne said to us, "Are you joking? Like, you know, is this what you've really bought to the show?" <laughs> um, and he was clear every single day. So they obviously had to pick him because, you know, it was going really well. But they had to get spe- special pe- uh, permission from the FEI because he was such a young horse. Okay. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I did um, the Europeans. I got selected. We went to Turkey. Um, we won team gold and individual silver. Wow. I ended up on one time fall. Um, so Graham Gillespie won team uh, individual gold, I think. Um, but yeah, it was just from that point, I think, was such an incredible time and experience. Like, yeah. I'll never forget it. I think I remember every single day and <laughs> the activity, like even running and jumping into the swimming pool when we won. Like, I just remember oh, everything. Wow. Um, and from then, like the adrenaline, the buzz, and like yeah. standing on a podium with a medal, I was like, this is exactly what I want to do. Like, yeah. I want to continue. So I did. I did all my. Um, juniors, my young riders, seniors, where I'm now. Um, yeah, it's just sort of continued. Um, but yeah, it's always been like a close family yeah. unit style um, yard. You know, we did everything together. Um, my parents came to absolutely every show yeah, all yeah. the time. So um, with my parents splitting in the last, I think it's been about a year now, it's been like a really difficult time for me. Um, it's still really hard to talk about it because I just think, obviously, I'd like love to be able to rewind and go back to how yeah, we were. but you have to sort of get over the fact you know things change and I can't I can't make things go back but um I, th- I just sort of wish that I was a bit more independent when I was younger yeah. and I sort of um got a bit more involved with the, this other stuff that I think young people don't get so much involvement in so like organizing your shows and yes. being part of like silly things like vaccinations um just anything and I I wasn't and I I had I had everything so good and I didn't yeah. realize and it is a true saying you don't realize what you've got till you lose it yeah um but you know at, at everything that's happened in my life my personal life recently has made me a much stronger person yeah. so if anything I've come out of it um much more independent you know I run the yard now with yeah. my head groom Marie we run it together and we have a fantastic relationship and um, everything runs really well um so yeah, I'm very grateful to have had Marie by my side yeah. throughout this process because um, it has been really hard. But um, yeah, I think definitely people need to get a bit more involved if they're not with that side of it. <laughs> so yeah. they're prepared for adult life. Definitely. I think I think you, you do get sheltered mm, totally. by your parents. And obviously, you know, in, in any walk of life, my, my parents split up probably mm. maybe six years ago now. So I was literally it was the day before I remember that we got told I think the day before I went into year 11 at school so that was an absolute nightmare and although we weren't running a yard and anything like that it was it was purely just a you know family Mm -hmm. decision on 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 my mum's part actually but but I wasn't expecting it it was a complete shock to all of us and you know because we were so sheltered by them and we had such a kind of close family. We, like you say, we did we did everything together. And actually, to to kind of think, you know, well, you know, we have to we have to do things separately. And, and for a really long time, I did not get yeah. on with my mum. Like, oh really? Yeah, I didn't. You know, I, it was awful. Like, yeah. We didn't really speak. It was it was oh. awful. And and my dad, I was very close to my dad because you know it was, it was essentially my mum's decision. Okay, right. Yeah. So. It, that was really tough and and as as it kind of progressed and as we kind of you know you realize you can't turn back time you mm-hmm. can't change it um 
you know, we we kind of, the way that I looked at it changed and actually, because the, the whole family dynamic changed then yeah. and you have to go, you have to do things. Everything and, changes, yeah, doesn't absolutely it? Absolutely everything. everything. <laughs> and you have great memories and, and yeah. all of that, but it's never going to be the same. And so mm. just absolutely everything that you do, the way you look at things is different. And actually after a, after a period of time, you know, I can't imagine them back together yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm lucky in that they're, they're very good friends. My, my dad um, has a disability. Mm-hmm. And so my mum actually goes and helps him pretty much every day. We always go for coffee. So oh. I'm, I'm lucky in that yeah, sense. Yeah, that's lovely. But for a really long time, it was really tricky because I was like, well, this isn't, you know, this isn't normal. You're yeah. meant to not speak yeah. to her yeah. <laughs> or, or him or whatever it was. Yeah. So it's, it is really tricky. And like you say, I think personally getting a sense of being a bit more alert a bit more aware of what you're doing and kind of yeah. taking on more responsibility and being Definitely. more independent is is really really good point mm-hmm. who's your horse of a lifetime and i think we spoke about this maybe right at the beginning when you wrote for us okay years ago yeah um but but go on and i think it would be the as much as van der Vivaldi, my stallion that i've got now i think he's 17 this year um as much as he has been a horse of a lifetime, I don't want to forget Zodiac Zed who took yep. me to Europeans, the children on horses, and, mm-hmm. and he qualified me for the world championships for the children's. Um, and actually, he's still going strong now, and it's the most amazing thing, like getting to watch him. Like, it makes me so happy. But um, it's, yeah, it's difficult between the, I've had some incredible horses, yeah. like, absolutely incredible. I've been so fortunate. Um, but it's always been nice because we've always got young ones or we've bought them young or we've actually I one of my really good ones that's retired Ashkari um, I did all the World Cup qualifiers and the globals on her we bred oh, her um, so it's quite funny when we were at a show once and my sister was sat in the crowd and no one really knows like not pub- like people know who she is obviously but yeah. like public people don't and they were saying like oh my god this this girl's family bought this horse for like millions it was like <laughs> the most extortionate <laughs> amount and Jordan was just like laughing it's just mental like we actually bred her so yeah. like essentially we it was probably like 500 pounds or something for the semen <laughs> that was it <laughs> it was quite funny to hear people but um you know I, I have had incredible horses but i think zodiac said and van der Baudi have been the two in, yeah just huge in like i don't know what the word is just great horses yeah 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 <laughs> um and what would you say the the kind of greatest lesson that our horse has taught you so Um, I think the fact that this is again going back to my family situation and almost a new me yeah yeah um my whole um perspective on horses has changed so everything's changed for me and I think they're animals they have good days they have bad days and I think people forget and it infuriates me when I watch the big shows on tv and a horse has one down or even goes clear and they barely pat them and I think shame on you because I would kill to be back doing five star shows again and I can promise you now if I went clear I'd be like kissing my horse (laughs) I'd be all over like ah and I just think um yeah I think you've just got to remember that they are animals like if we woke up with a stiff neck which I'm sure everyone gets when you yeah. sleep with too many pillows nothing <laughs> worse um, you wouldn't want to go out and like run a marathon no. and I think we just need to think differently and I think you know like when my stallion won at Bolsworth, I think I was going to Monte Carlo the following week for the global tour which is mental yeah. <laughs> seems so far away um, and I think I might have had a couple down but yep. you know like you know, at the end of the day it doesn't matter like he'd gone and won one of the biggest events I've ever been yeah. to and then you know the next show wasn't the best but that's life they're horses yeah. so no that's a really really good point that's a really lovely point and you do you know I find myself um, at Olympia actually you watch them do their rounds 
and because for me you know it's I'm so far away from the riders um and this is the first time I've really sat down with with a with a rider and so you're so far away from the riders that that you kind of put your emotions and your your connections with the horses yeah onto okay. them mm-hmm. so when i see them because i'm thinking my god that is absolutely massive yeah. there's no way in yeah. hell that i would <laughs> i would jump that but but they do and they do it fantastically and you i always watch for that pat yeah the, the reaction it's yeah but it's funny because you sometimes think are they you know and i think it was last year or was it the year before especially in eventing there was so much um, I don't want to say negativity attached to some riders mm-hmm. about the way that they treated their horses and I'm sure yeah. it's within show yeah. jumping as well but you almost think are they are they patting the horses for the sake of the crowd yeah, okay, and it's, yeah. It's, it's really really you know it's, it's just obviously how you look at it and, and again that is really where probably social media comes into it yeah. um, I think it's a shame because I think at the end of the day without the horse you're riding you're not doing what you're doing no, so exactly. like you're in a team essentially yeah so you need to appreciate your team member yeah yeah and you would if you, you know if it was a person yeah of course you'd you be like well done mate that's great <laughs> great job today let's go and celebrate <laughs> yeah. yeah a horse gets a tiny tickle on the neck and that's, and that's it. it yeah, yeah it, it is a shame out and that's fine yeah um and obviously in your experiences of being on the circuit being competing mm. and things like that you know, we we often say, well, I say we often say, but in the in the wider horse world, you know, it is renowned for being bitchy. Mm-hmm. It's renowned for being negative. So, I, I'm interested to know, kind of, <laughs> is the circuit like that as well? Um, I think back then, because obviously we're I'd I'd say it was, it then, yeah, yeah. I was younger, and I think I've grown up now. I'm a mum. A lot's changed for me, and I think actually, if there probably is a lot of negativity and maybe some people don't want others to do well but at the same time you're you're rivals you're competing against yeah. each other and it's everyone's livelihood at the end of the day so I think people maybe don't mean to be bitchy but if you've not won you're just a bit annoyed because yeah. you want it to be you um but I've always to be honest I've just got a small bunch of friends in the show jumping circuit unfortunately American Australian they all live everywhere yeah. so I don't get to see them often but um I've always kept myself to myself and you know I've, I, I don't know, I, I don't really know now, I don't really get too involved, yeah. but I've just, I just, again, like, appreciating the horses, appreciating people, life's very short, and I just think we've got to enjoy it, and we've got to be happy, so I just smile at everyone, yeah. and, you Yeah, know, well, that's the best way to be, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and essentially, yeah. You, you're all doing what you're doing, because you, hopefully, because you love it, yeah. and you have that in common, um, but I know with, you know, being a, being a kind of, I'm going to say hobby horse owner, <laughs> you don't you don't always that doesn't always come across which yeah. which is a shame um so obviously you kind of essentially took a little bit of a break to have your son yes um and he's just nearly, well, he's he's nearly three, three yeah three is a week or so crazy <laughs> um so yeah. obviously coming back from from that and kind of getting into you know the, the professional riding again and the competing yeah. and things like that what are your plans for the coming year couple of years um so yeah so I did take quite a bit of a break actually that was when my parents split up was when I'd had him I think maybe a few months after so that was really tough um but I was fortunate that I could my my parents were still very much involved with the horse at that point so I went straight to I think France Mm -hmm. um for like three weeks and I took Harry with us um in his little pram and it was really hard like my dad bless him like you know men he was trying to look after him and he was screaming on the side and my dad was just like shaking his pram (laughs) like help and I was trying to jump and I remember turning a circle and I was like this is harder than I thought Mm. um obviously everything changes for you as a mum like you do become a bit more aware of things and aware of 
possible dangers so I'm a little bit on edge with stuff but um, I sort of just plan now after everything that's happened you know I've got the yard up and running again I've just got myself a lorry which has taken a long time yeah. so that was always a stop in the works but um, I just want to get going now and I'm going to go abroad hopefully in a couple of weeks um, and I'm just doing everything I can to continue and try and get back up the ranking so I can be invited to the bigger shows yeah okay um you know you know being able to go to Olympia you've got to be in a certain amount of riders so in mm-hmm. the rankings um which I used to be but not anymore so yeah that's sort of the aim is just to get back and make my son proud and show him you know whatever phases you like you can have really bad times but you can come out of them and become yeah, a better person again definitely. so um, I don't want him to think I'm a failure and I've given up. Like, I want to get to the Olympics and show him and it's yeah. possible. So. Oh, brilliant. That sounds good. Um, um, what would you say is the biggest sort of equestrian challenge that you face? Obviously, we've spoken about your parents, so mm-hmm. that, that is a massive challenge to yeah. overcome. But in terms of, you know, riding and working with the horses, is, is there a kind of standout challenge that you've had to really work to overcome? Um... I mean, financially, that's a huge yeah. challenge. <laughs> um, that's been really tough. Uh, it is so expensive. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you realise you're doing it all by yourself, money, everything, it's a lot more difficult. So, yeah. you know, I've really looked back and realised how lucky I really was yeah. to do the shows I did. I was literally on the road, like, every weekend, which is just bonkers, because I certainly can't do that right now. Because <laughs> um, it's probably more expensive, really, you know than the, we might think oh it, yeah like it's crazy it's crazy i can't even begin like you've yeah. literally got everything you know your feed your shavings like i finally get to a point and i'm like oh yay i've got some money like left over i can go to a show and then marie's like oh we need shavings i'm like oh there goes that yeah. <laughs> um and also i think um having patience you know going back to horses are horses they're animals um you know it you can have difficult days and it can suck it out of you and you know like the weather we've had it's been horrible and it does kind of make it a bit miserable and I think you know me and Marie come into work and we're like oh what a day like we don't want to do anything today let's go shopping instead um that's that's so lovely though in a way that's so lovely I don't think if my old boss would say that I would be like yes she gets really cross now and I'm like we're going shopping today she's like no we went the other day and she literally walked out with like a lantern candle she's like I don't even need this I was like yeah but we've had fun um so yeah I think just you just gotta take every day as it comes because at the end of the day we work outside Mm -hmm. it's um I don't have facilities to have a nice indoor barn and get dry all the time. So yeah, we it's it's always a challenge, but that makes it, doesn't it? I was gonna say that's that's real horses. Yeah, for you. it's real life and it and when you do do well and you know you're winning and you're in the rankings again, we're gonna look back and say You really what, earned yeah, that. We we yeah. deserve this now. Yeah, definitely. Um and essentially we can't not talk about your sort of partnership with <laughs> your new owner, yes. Liam Payne. <laughs> so how how did that come about really um so liam's actually got horse or had horse i'm not really sure of the situation okay. um before i think maybe aventus or something I'm not okay really sure so would that were. be before his career, uh, i think when he was or... in one direction that okay. sort of came about um and so he sort of um had a little bit of you know an inkling of what was going on with horses mm-hmm. um and then i just had a good connection like my sister works with him so okay. it sort of just was a great link yeah um and i didn't when uh, it first came about he actually whatsapped me and i was like <laughs> what the hell like what do i do um i just i don't know i was just i was at hickson actually i was working oh, there wow. and i was like oh my god like i can't even reply <laughs> um and yeah he was just asking you know like 
what's the situation like how can it work what do I do like he just wanted to know everything and he's really interested um and yeah I thought to myself I said to my partner I was like I'm not gonna get excited because <laughs> this, this could be a joke yeah. like maybe someone's pranking me um and then it just happened really quickly you know the the team behind Liam and, and Liam just said you know go find yourself a horse and send the videos I mean you know they don't really know a massive amount no. um it's all more, more so what I felt um, and yeah, I, I found Tommy, I sat on him and I just knew really, even from just watching him being jumped by the mm. owner at the time, I just knew there and then that he's the one. Um, so yeah, it's been an absolute roller coaster, and it's something that I will never forget. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, but it's nice because Liam is involved. You know, we have a little group WhatsApp called Team Tommy. Oh. Um, yeah, and we sort of, you know, I'll, I'll make sure they always know about the shows I want yeah. to go to and his plans, and um, we're all in the loop. And you know, hopefully one day Liam will come to some shows. Yeah. Um, I'm just waiting for a good one. I was gonna say it must be hard for him <laughs> <Yeah>. though. <laughs> you know, the the attention that will yeah. probably come with that. But you say you kind of you went. Um, searching abroad as yeah, well. Yeah, I went all over Europe um, and then I had seen a video um, of a friend actually just riding at a local show and I was like, oh, that's a nice horse. So I messaged them and said, would you sell the horse? Yeah, maybe, maybe. And I said, oh, come on, let me come and try him. So it just sort of went from there. Um, but yeah, it's um, it really is incredible and I can't wait to show Liam the shows and like because yeah. I think people don't realise how nice shows can be. Yes, um, yeah. you know, obviously that's we have really a few point. that aren't so glamorous, but that's life. Um, but I think if I can get him to a nice glamorous one and he can actually watch his own horse, I think yeah. that would be yeah. you know really exciting. So maybe something like Bowlsworth this year would be great. <laughs> okay, so I we've just realised that um, <laughs> we recorded them in a bit. Well, we didn't record the middle of it, that's the problem. Um, we missed, a, missed, we a, missed a whole bit and we were talking about it the whole time and it hasn't happened. Let's talk with it. Let's talk with it again. But so, following on from that, I saw on Instagram mm-hmm. um, a picture of Liam on Tommy. Yep. Um, not Tommy though. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so when Liam came to, which I was very surprised that he turned up, I was like, oh my god, this is happening. Um, I literally was so sad and I like, went to the supermarket and got all like little food out <laughs> and all these drinks and like no one touched a thing. I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, but he was like, oh, so I've come to ride. And I was like, sorry, what? And he was like, no, I want to ride. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I don't think my insurance is going to cover this. <laughs> um, and obviously Tommy being, he is quite a big guy. Yeah. He's a stallion, he's by Tangelo and he's, um, he's quite rowdy, to say the least. Um, there was no way I could have put no. him on Tommy safely. So um, very fortunate that I've got a fantastic owner um, of a horse called Gattaca or Gattaca. I'm not sure what they call him. Um, we call him Gaz. Look very much yeah. like Tommy though. Yeah, a, to a the few untrained eye. Like. Pick it up, but um, you know, I, obviously I asked her, can I can I put Liam on? She's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, of course you can. <laughs> um, and he was so good, bless him. He oh. like just walked around, but um, Liam said, you know, like you can let go of me now. And I said, mm, I don't know if I can. Like you're not wearing a hat after I was like, please wear a hat. I did. My mum was like, Well, if you fall off and you crack your head, I was like, Mum, chill out. Like, you're embarrassing me now. Um, but yeah, no, he didn't want a hat, that's fine. Um, but yeah, he went off on his own and he did quite well. Because this was um, the first time he's yeah, ever, ever ridden. ridden. Yeah, my mum gave him like a little brief. Which, there's a video actually on his Instagram, it's really funny. Um, oh, yeah, but no, it, it was good. He, he, we had a really good day, and then I jumped Tommy. We did some filming with his videographer, yeah. which made the release movie yes. come out. Yeah. Um, so that was all fun, and obviously that was the first time he'd met Tommy, so that was cool. Brilliant. Um, and now I'm going to forget which ones we haven't actually spoken about. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So 
can you again talk me through sort of what a normal day mm-hmm. on your yard looks like? Yeah, so uh, Marie starts at half seven. Um, we've got some other girls that work here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all that food talk. Um, I go to nursery and drop my son off, and he goes um, until three most days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I come back about half quarter past nine, half nine, and I ride, and we're finished about midday. Yeah. Um, dependent on the day, me and Marie have this thing that Burger King do jalapeno bites. Oh, they're amazing, oh aren't they? Chili cheese yeah. bites. No, I want them. Yes. And uh, we'll go oh. through phases and, like, you know, quite often I'll just all I have to say is jalapeno bites and she's like oh my god yeah and then we go shopping and it all loses control um or we actually cook here quite often okay. I do a really good Thai like noodle soup that oh. me and Marie love um but yeah it sort of depends but we hang yeah. out most days together during lunch even though she doesn't probably want to um <laughs> and then I go get my son and Marie finishes the yard off again yeah. with um, the other girls that work here we sort of rotate with people we've got a few different girls um so yeah, but it varies. Obviously, some days we're at a show. Some yeah. days we have to leave at like five a.m. and everything goes piton because I've got to yeah. sort Harry out. I've got yeah, to sort the yard course. out. I I drive myself, so it's there's quite yeah. Yeah. Okay. It can be crazy. Um, and so with that, with Marie being a massive, massive part of your team, um, and the other girls, there's been I think a lot of um, focus around, and and there has been in the kind of wider world about raising awareness for mental health and and in particular I think the British Grooms Association have been raising awareness for for mental health within the equestrian industry and so it's really lovely to hear you know that you you value your team massively and you have a really good relationship with your team yeah I mean like you know we were saying without Marie without your horses you're not a team and you're not gonna have the success you're having so I rely on Marie she feeds the horses every morning so if if uh, she doesn't turn up the horses are hungry because I can't get here that early um so yeah I mean I'm very lucky with Marie we get on like an absolute house on fire um and we do a lot together we are a real team and um yeah we if we win we win together and I think that's really important that everything you know it's our yard we run it together um so yeah yeah definitely I mean I remember when I was younger and I was in between college and school and even Mm -hmm. university you know I I worked on yards um and and you as a groom and and as a rider and as an owner you work so hard um you know the dedication that that people with horses with whatever you're doing you have to have is massive and you know definitely at at some of those yards you you don't feel like a team and and often I think you can feel really undervalued yeah from what that's you such do. a shame that that infuriates me because i just think what a shame to be like that yeah um yeah i don't really get that no <laughs> it's it's really tough and and as we were talking about earlier you know you you've got such a responsibility mm-hmm. to, to the horses and so you you are a team you know you have to get it done together yeah definitely. and and so i think you know hearing hearing you say that with with your team is is really lovely to hear yes. definitely <laughs> um and so I think we what's the next bit that we missed obviously in your sort of earlier career before you took your break and things like that you were doing um some modeling I think I used to see and you are you know you're very active on Instagram so how how did that come about um yeah obviously I model for my sponsors Mm -hmm. um recently signed with Vestrum so I did a photo shoot the other day actually which was really great yeah um but yeah so I do a bit of modeling for them obviously they provide me with clothing or saddles yes. or whatever it is that I'm sponsored for um so I do photo shoots for them in exchange yeah. 
um, you know, and over, you know, using social media and, you know, things like that, I think it's really important, mm. especially for sponsors and owners um, and, like, for people to follow my journey, obviously. Yeah. We, it's not no. it's not a secret that it's been a bit of a rough um, ride the last year, so I think it's made it maybe more interesting for people to see what's yeah, going definitely. on. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I think as well when we do come out of the bad stage, which we're nearly there, um, and we do get some big results again, I think it'll yeah. make it so much you know bigger and better and yeah definitely and and you know when it comes to sponsors and things like that there's a lot of of riders and there's a lot of um people you know similar to what i do in in the kind of i'm gonna say blogger and influencer kind of scene you know they are especially young riders i think um you know young girls more so probably than than sort of older riders yeah um seeking sponsorship yeah sure and um you know what what would be your kind of take on that because i think it's a really Um, tricky problem because obviously the way that you work with your sponsors is is really professional and the value that you're able to give back to them yeah is is huge yeah i mean we all start somewhere i um so there's a lovely lady natasha who runs four seasons equestrian which is quite a well-known little shop um boutique style shop and it's funny because i have now been friends with them for probably about 10 years wow. um and i approached them at olympia like a little annoying person like please sponsor me please sponsor me and um i actually do a bit of work for them on the stand sometimes because i really oh, enjoy really? selling clothes it's like <laughs> i love using a tool um and she Quite said the other day she's like the one reason that we ended up sponsoring was because you were persistent she's like okay. you never let me That's forget really you good. she said but in a good way she said yeah. like you followed it up with a really polite email um, so you know I did start where other people have started mm. and I'm not saying be annoying and like <laughs> constantly message people yeah. but chase it up and always think of what you can give other people as well yeah. you know like I do the photo shoots and I put everything on social media um, I know I got Dodson and Horrell because they were impressed that I was so proactive okay. and I've been with Dodson and Horrell probably eight or nine years I think wow. I was like one of their first yeah. riders um, you know so I think it is important to be on social media with your sponsors to that's what everyone wants now yeah. isn't it? It, it it has changed um so I think yeah and speaking of social media um we were talking earlier before I forgot to record it that um you know you've actually created a a brand around yourself yeah so although you're Yasmin the rider yeah you have you have a brand you know a personal brand and for me, my brand, you know, my magazine is my product, but but also myself is, you know, I am part of the brand. Yeah. And, and you know, I kind of have to use that to, to market what I do and and to kind of keep my business going. And so for you and in the kind of equestrian scene, um, the, you know, professional riding show jumping, do you think that, you know, having that, that personal brand and that kind of presence on social media is, you know, important to kind of your future success and kind of solidifying, you know, the fact that you're you're a brand and you're you're someone that's here to stay and you're serious. Yeah. I think um, for me, the, like the main reasons I do it is because I absolutely love the following I have. Yeah. I love the support. That's what keeps you going. It's yeah. people that message you. You know, you're such a good rider. Like, tell me how to do the same. Yeah. Um, I love that. Obviously, you get some negativity. Mm. That's fine. Brush that off. Um, but <laughs> <As> with everything. <laughs> the positivity is what keeps you motivated and what keeps you remembering. You know, actually, I was someone and I was doing really mm. well at the time, and I can get there again. Yeah. It's just you know, I just need a little bit of time. 
Um, but I think, yeah, with the whole brand thing, I think it is important for me personally. Yeah. I can't speak of other people, but um, I want people to know my logo. And yeah. one day when I get to the Olympics, they're going to say, well, I've been following her yeah, for like for five years time. because, you know, she deserves it and whatever. Um, and I love my logo. Yeah, I love it yeah. so much. Um, <laughs> Very smart. <laughs> I just love it. I remember when I said to my friend who made it, I was like, I just like the Gucci signs. Just make it similar. <laughs> um, but you That's know, not I really a friend made it though. Yeah, really she's nice. um, someone I met in Dubai when I did the season out oh, there. Wow. Yeah, okay. she's um, she was really good actually. Oh, that's really yeah. nice. Um, and do you have um, you know, do you have like an inspiration? Um, if you could train with anybody, mm-hmm. who would it be? Marcus Enning. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna retake this now because I sound a bit obsessive. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Marcus Enning. Just tone this down a little bit. I just think he's great. <laughs> no, brilliant. His text working great. <laughs> um, so, do you have a career high? Um, yeah, of course I do. Um, there's been so many. Um, you know, obviously winning at Bowlsworth, that was huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a four star and I beat like Scott Brash and all these wow. mega people. Yeah. Um, I was the only triple clear actually, cause it was, it was three rounds. So it was pretty okay. big at the end. Um, and like we were saying before, when Tim commentated, Tim yes. Stockdale saying, you know, how good of a rider I was and how complicated the horse was, but I did it so well. And um, yeah, that, that's a great memory for me. Obviously, all the global tours, yep. phenomenal. They've changed a lot now. They were still glamorous as yeah. it could be back then, but now it's a very different system. Um, and doing like the World Cup qualifiers, I've, I've had some great times. Yeah, yeah. Probably hard to, to pick one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think again, I saw on your on your website, I think, um, when I was kind of trying to, to come together to, to think of some questions for you. I saw that you are doing a sort of masterclass with mm-hmm. Joe Stockdale, is yes, that right? I am, I can't wait. Um, yeah, that's at the end of the month, 30th oh, of January. Um, yeah, really looking forward to it actually, because it's our first one, and I'm hoping that we're gonna continue and yeah. do like a bit of a tour with it. Um, obviously, I will be riding Liam's horse there, Tommy, yeah. uh, or Titanium Z, whatever you wanna call him, um, <laughs> and my top stallion, and I believe Joe's riding Tim's um, oh, best lovely. horse as well. Really lovely. I think he's maybe retired now, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be a really fun evening. Um, we've still got some tickets for yeah, sale. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just we're just inviting everyone to come meet the horses, meet us. Yep. We're going to do like questions, um, an auction for the foundation, the Tim Stockdale Foundation. Um, and yeah, like you know, everyone's asking me who's going to be there. Um, <laughs> can't say. <laughs> can't say. So just buy a ticket yeah. and find out. Yeah. <laughs> and so, how did the idea come about for that? Because it's a really lovely yeah um, thing. Actually, it was my idea to do it, mm-hmm. and then I thought I love organising events. Yep. It's the, the two things like riding, cooking, and event management, <laughs> and a bit of interior, and my favourite <laughs> things. Um, but I really, I really enjoy events, and I wanted to do something that could obviously help other people. Yeah. You know, they can come, maybe learn a few things, and it can also help me. You know, that can help me get some shows now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the idea, so I can go abroad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I thought actually I would like to do it with somebody and somebody that's on a similar level to me at the moment, you know, like he's really up and coming right now. Yeah. Um, he's had a really tough time, you know, um, I can, you know, we're sort of, we've both had bad times that we yeah. can relate to um, and we just both want to be really good riders and get to the top and do good things. And I think it's a great partnership, me and Joe, and I'm really looking forward to it. I've had a lot of um, positivity about it and everyone yeah. wants us to go, you know, do those all over the country. So, oh, wow. um, 
yeah, we're just going to see how it goes. But I plan for it to be really fun. Um, bit of comedy here and there, yeah, as yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But it's going to be really real, you know, like... We, like again going back to horses we are riding horses and you know mm. it could go completely wrong yeah, <laughs> I could fall yeah. off <laughs> but I'm going to try and laugh um, yeah it's just going to be a good evening of fun so hopefully oh, brilliant. we can sell out because I mean I, I saw it when I, when I saw it online I thought you know it's it's really not often that that you know people like like me like the general public will will watch these riders like yourself and joe and we'll you know we'll often go to to shows because we love it there's some amazing shopping which <laughs> obviously we all love but but we love watching the riders yeah and you you know you you kind of invest your time in in watching these riders and, and following their story and kind of seeing them grow and, and go to all these these shows and progress in their career mm. but you don't necessarily get to to kind of see them yeah you see them on the horse you see them for i don't even know what show jumping around is really like a poor like 70 seconds seconds. (laughs) so you see them for that long every now and again and and there's so much that goes on behind the scenes and you know some riders offer shares in their horses Mm -hmm. for for the public to buy into and and so for you and joe to kind of you know, not not necessarily saying that you, you offer that that opportunity, but to give back to your your supporters and your followers yeah. to allow or to invite them to come in and and meet the horses, meet you, yeah. obviously meet Tommy because that's a that's a massive thing at yeah. the minute. Um, you know, it's it's Get just bitten by him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just gonna have to sign a waiver. Yeah. Just <laughs> not responsible. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's a really, really special thing, and I think, I think as well, it's showing everyone like how for, me and Joe are both going to ride a young horse at the same yeah. time, um, and that's showing everyone what we do at home. So it's yeah. sort of bringing, you know, when you go to a show, you're only seeing like their best round. Yes, hopefully. yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to be bringing you what we do at home and yeah. how you guys can relate and how you yeah. can do your horses at home. So I think it should be good. I'm. It is going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> no, it will be good. It's definitely. Be full of information. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so we've been walking around the yard um, saying hello to all the various horses and can you tell me who this one is? So this is Van Vivaldi, known as Vinny on the yard. Um, Vinny was, or is, my best horse. Um, we won the four-star Bowlsworth Grand Prix. He's not keen, he's off. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um, and yeah, he's... I mean, I've had him since he was six. He's 17 this year, is that right? Um, which is crazy. I can't believe that's gone so fast. Um, yeah. Handsome. He's very handsome. He knows it, though. That's the problem. Like, he'll come out <laughs> in the ring and he's like, oh. Um, but yeah, he's. we've just got such a connection. And like even when I had my son, I went straight to France, got back on him and jumped to Grand yeah. Prix. Like, I just trust oh. him. I know him so well. Um, so yeah, he's been a horse of a lifetime for me. And I'm so excited because we've got... How many foals do we have with him now? Three, four? We've got a few foals, four foals um, from him of our own. He's, <laughs> he's actually bubble. <laughs> he's actually got, I think, about probably about 70 on the ground now. Wow. But, um, with me, four. Yeah. And two new ones, yeah, two oh, coming. Um, so that's exciting. <laughs> Why are you being so naughty? So if he's he's seventeen now, so what are you yes. doing um, with him now? So he's had a little break over Christmas, he had a little bit of an injury. Okay. Um luckily I've got an amazing vet um who I work with and we've worked together to um you know hopefully get him back to full strength. <laughs> Someone's having a nice time going on there. Um so yeah, again, like going back to teamwork and stuff. Yeah. Like you know, we've just really worked hard with him. 
Five years ago, Dad being like, "Right, Vinny's got to be sold now. Go yeah. and say goodbye." Like, I'd be a blubbering mess. So, <laughs> I have been lucky to get to keep mine, but yeah, obviously I appreciate owners. Horses come yeah. and go, so just take each day as it comes. Really, don't get too connected. <laughs> yeah, I would be absolutely. <laughs> it is hard. It is hard, but but it's like part of the job. Yeah, it is part of the job. Now I've grown up a bit, a little bit, nearly <laughs> an adult. Um, I've realised, you know, you've got to make a living, and yeah, it's part of it. So. Oh, it was nice to meet you, Vinny. I think that's about it. Cool. Um, I don't think there was any other ones because we spoke about food on the other one, <laughs> which I'll talk about like Yeah, no, my tongue is literally rumbling. Um, but yeah, a massive thank you. No, thank for, you. Thank you, know, you so much. I guess it's been really fun. It's lovely to meet the horses, to watch you ride. So yeah, thank you get thrown <laughs> Yeah, no, you managed to stay on, <laughs> and we managed to survive not getting bitten. So yeah, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> thank you. If you want to find out more about Yasmin and follow her day-to-day life um, at the yard with the horses, then you can search her on Instagram as Yaz Showjumper, or you can visit her website to find out, you know, 
everything you need to know at www.yasminpinchin.co.uk and as always if you want to find us you can do so by visiting our website or my website at www.inthecountrymagazine.com you can search us on instagram which is in the country insta on facebook in the country um and that's about it really I just want to say a massive thank you once again for taking time to listen to this podcast, to find this podcast. Um, I really, really appreciate it. It's a scary new venture for me and one that I am trying my very best to to learn how it all works. Um, it's very confusing trying to work out RSS feeds and where it needs to go to appear on the right places. So you know I hope I hope you like it I hope you can stick with it and I'm really really excited about the next episode um which I filmed on the very same day as Yasmin's actually um filmed recorded on the very same day as Yasmin's actually and I'm actually off to do another one this evening so do tune in uh next week I will be giving more of an update as to when this episode comes out but I'm sure you'll love it so Goodbye from me for now and I will speak to you next time.